Hey there, friends. My name is John Jorgensen, and welcome back to the JohnCast. Today, we are finishing up this series that we've been in, Word of Life, in which we're looking at these scriptures to stand on in any season. Uh, For me, there have been many difficult times in my life, and there are specific passages or entire chapters of scripture that I looked to during those times. And so, as we are living in these uncertain, difficult times of COVID-19, the coronavirus, I thought it might be interesting for me and for us to revisit some of those passages. And today we're going to look at one of my all-time favorite chapters in the entire Bible. Um, but before we do that, a little quarantine update. Uh, Sweet Bear and I have been trying to keep ourselves busy, as I'm sure you have as well, doing whatever you can to keep your mind occupied, um, even if it's just taking another walk or another shower in the day, at least at this point, it's something to do, right? Uh, But one thing that Sweeper and I were doing, we were quarantined for uh, the first sort of month of this Uh, with her siblings and their significant others. So there were six of us quarantined together, and we played uh, a lot of games together. We did a lot of crosswords, but we also really loved board games. Uh, We play Resistance, One Night Werewolf, Secret Hitler. That last one is not nearly as offensive as it sounds, I promise. We always have to kind of keep our voices down if we're ever playing that one in public. You don't want to accuse your wife of being Hitler sitting in the middle of a restaurant. Um, But whenever we learn a new game, whenever we get a new board game and we kind of open it up fresh, I'm sort of the dedicated person in our family who reads the instructions and takes the 20 to 30 minutes to figure out how the game is played. And then I explain the rules to everyone else. And I know a lot of you are going to hate me for saying this, but I am the type of person that I like rules. I actually like structure and plans and systems. I like having clear boundaries in my life for what I can do and what I can't do. And again, not just when I'm playing a game, but in my entire life. That's just how I'm wired. That's the type of person that I am. Don't judge me. And whether we realize or whether we're willing to admit it or not, there are some rules that are actually good for us. They keep us safe. They provide, as we said, structure so that our lives can flourish. And I think one of the things that makes this pandemic so frustrating is that there are no rules right now. I mean, sure, there's stay-at-home orders and protocol to follow if you're showing symptoms, but for many of the millions of decisions that we have to make in a given day, there really aren't clear rules for what is right or wrong, what, what is good or bad. And chances are that your right decision in a circumstance is probably going to look different than my right decision, depending on who you are and the context you're living in versus who I am and my context. And that's why I believe that in a time like this, but really for our whole lives, we need something more than just black and white rules. We need to learn to cultivate this ancient word, wisdom. There's an old Hebrew proverb that says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. And before you roll your eyes and think, oh yes, that's so helpful. uh, Among other things, wisdom is how we decide what is good. 
specifically how we decide what is good in those situations and seasons of life where things aren't so black and white, where it's not so clear the right or wrong thing to do. And in a time like now with so much uncertainty, it would seem to me that now more than ever, we need to turn to the ultimate source of wisdom. And I bet you can already guess what I think that is. It's strange to me that so many of us have this picture of the Bible as this religious rule book. The Bible does have rules. Yes, there there are certain ideas and commands that the Bible lays out, sometimes in very black and white language. But on the whole, the Bible's greater purpose is to, as Peter N. says, shepherd us towards wisdom, kicking and screaming, if need be. And there's a specific passage that I have returned to time and time again that helps root not only my Bible reading, but root my entire life in this quest for the wisdom of God. And it is Psalm 1, Psalm chapter 1. And it starts by saying this, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. So if the beginning of wisdom is to get wisdom, then we need to go to the source, which we've already established is scripture. And Psalm 1 tells us that our relationship to scripture, the law and commands of God, should be a relationship of delight and meditation. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think about my relationship to the Bible, I usually think of words like frustrating or confusing or obligation. I certainly don't think about delight all of the time. But this psalm, what it's doing is it's encouraging a slow, patient, and joyful engagement with the words of Scripture. And it's through that type of relationship with God's Word that God's Spirit begins to give us wisdom. Look at the promise in verse 3. That person, the person who delights and meditates on God's Word day and night, that person is like a tree, a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. This is a picture of what wisdom does for us. Wise living, living in God's way and God's will, according to God's the leading of God's spirit, wise living leads to a long, healthy, and flourishing life of good. And if that weren't enticing enough, the poet then switches gears a bit and gives us a picture of what the opposite way of living can look like. In verse four, it says, not so the wicked. They are like chaff or useless pieces of grain that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. In our world today, it's really hard to know what is right and what is wrong. And it can be really scary to wonder 
if the decisions and actions that we are taking are, are putting us or our family on the wrong path. In just the last couple of days, I've had two separate instances where I've received news from people that I love that they have suffered major losses due to the coronavirus. And my heart, it just breaks for them. And one unexpected thing that has been really, really difficult this whole time, but especially in these last couple of days, is me trying to figure out how I can be there for the people I love when I can't really be there for the people I love. It's so frustrating. It's so difficult to figure out. And I don't really know. I, I don't know the right thing to do in these situations. I don't know what the wise response should be and how I can love my people best right now. But I am trying to trust that as I sit in God's presence and as I meditate on his truth and delight in his character, as I begin to do that, the Holy Spirit will guide me. His Spirit will begin to lead me on the wise, right path for me today. And I want to be clear, this goes so far beyond just asking, well, what does the Bible say about this? Again, that's treating this book as a rule book. But wisdom comes to those who are not just looking for a quick answer from a text, but wisdom comes to those who seek consistent guidance from God's Spirit, who consistently, daily, sit in the presence of God, read and meditate on his word, and ask God, what is the right thing for me to do? God, what's the wise decision? God, what is the right way to take? And, and so before we go, there's a couple of things that I want to make you aware of. First, uh, today's next step practice is actually one that I would encourage you to kind of do on your own rather than me lead you through it. And so it's available uh, in the it's available for download in the description of this episode. And really all it is, it's a way for you to meditate on scripture and to seek the wisdom of God and the direction of God's spirit from it. Uh, and I really would encourage you to not miss this next step practice. Again, it's linked in the show notes um, and it can also be found in the description to my YouTube video from this week. And then secondly, part of mining wisdom from scripture is learning how to read it well. And next week, we're going to be starting a brand new series that I hope will teach you how to do that, specifically in one area of the Bible. We're calling this new series Summer Reading, and it's going to be a long one. We're going to be in it for the majority of the summer, and we're going to be focusing on how to read the gospel accounts wisely and how when we do that, when we engage in those four books of the Bible well— they begin to transform every area of our lives. I'm really excited about this. I've been doing a lot of reading and really nerdy research, and I cannot wait to share it with you all. I hope you'll join us again. That's going to start next week. Uh, it's going to be practical. It's going to be fun. We're going to get nerdy. So I hope you'll join me. Uh, but as for now, my prayer for you is that God would bless you with wisdom in every area of your life. And I want to finish with a short reading of Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. 
in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I love you all. Keep being awesome.